Uh, also participating is uh, on the Traffic Bureau, Lieutenant LaFlamme, our City President, Council of uh, School Committeeman Shunsky, uh, Mr. Jolinas from the Fire Department, Doug Ellis from the Engineering Department, Frank Bourne from the Health Department, and Mary Beth Costello from Ward 9. John Bolio is representing the DPW. Or the boss is on Zoom, okay. Also on Zoom is uh, Fred Krampitz from Ward 5, and that's it. Elizabeth Batista, DPW superintendent on Zoom also. Anybody else on Zoom? In compliance with the open meeting laws of the city of Chickley is recording this meeting. Is anyone else in the audience video or audio taping this meeting? If so, please state your name. An organization. And none. First item on the agenda is be ordered that the issue of Marion Excavating Company involving cease and desist be referred to the Public Safety Committee for a public hearing. On this on this order, I'm going to refer it to our attorney because there's some litigation going on here. Our attorney is Timmy Riley. Evening. Hello. So my name is Tim Riley. I'm from the law department. Um, unfortunately, we can't say much because it's in litigation. So unfortunately, I can't answer a lot of your questions. But um, the city did issue two cease and desist letters. Frank Boron, the building commissioner, issued those letters. Um, and then we filed suit. And right now we're in the middle of litigation. So that's about all I can say, unfortunately. Questions from the committee? Uh, Chairman, um, ahead, we can have public input though, can't we? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, answer. thank you. Right. Now I'm going to open it up to public input. Three minutes only. State your name and address. And, uh, there's not going to be no questioning going back and forth on this meeting because of the litigation. So anybody wishing to discuss this one item and come up to the microphone, give us your name and address, we'll proceed. Evening, counselors. My name is Tammy Roy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we have to have an open uh, order to open public input. Yeah. Don't have to? Okay, I just want to make sure. My name is Tammy Roy. I live at 171 Ludlow Road, directly across the street from Marion Excavating Property. Thank you, first and foremost, for the opportunity to express our concerns regarding the industrial excavation and its proximity to our residential zone. We Ludlow Road homeowners and residents that abut Marion Excavating have been experiencing air and noise pollution for quite some time. Dust particles and diesel fumes have affected the quality of life for my family and surrounding neighbors. As more trees have been cut down in recent years and the excavation is increasingly closer to Ludlow Road, our doors and windows must stay closed due to poor air quality. The fumes and dust pollutants from Marion's construction vehicles are just too much. The noise nuisance is just as stressful with the constant beeping, engines running, and the banging of dump trucks back tailgates feels like a construction zone project that never ends. 
While certain industrial levels may be acceptable, it does not consider the noise invasion to residents who work night shifts or babies and elders who rest during the day. All of these conditions cumulatively take a toll not only on the quality of life in the short term, but overall long-term health, much of which may not be measurable immediately. When under a barrage of stress and anxiety, our instincts can be fight or flight. However, where can you go when it's where you live? So as Ludlow Road residents, we are asking the Public Safety Committee to help us protect what we love. The forestation that helped reduce the travel of fine dust particles and noise nuisance is all but gone. Presently, we respectfully request that enforcement mechanisms be put in place to one, prevent existing expansion plans, two, increase or maintain the buffer zones to 150, approximately 200 feet, Three, restoration of bus buffer zones if it's less than the above mentioned. Four, reduce or establish the height of the stockpiles, the sand piles that are near the abutters that live close by. Solid wall barriers installed between gravel pit and the trees. I know approximately they are about 12 to 15 feet. So it can not only stop the sand and dust and everything, but also the sound. And finally, activate monitoring and testing of the site to ensure that the company would be better stewards moving forward. Thank you for your time. Before we proceed, we have uh, Councilman Dovez from Ward 6 on Zoom. We also have, uh, and also our Del Marino Lopez is here from Ward 3, I forgot to say that. Okay, I'm sorry, just wanna make sure. Thank you. Anybody else up there that we missed? And, uh, please sign us your cell phones also. I forgot to tell you that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Anybody else for public input? Hi, I'm Ken Crochere. I'm at 85 Ludlow Road. Um, I think can be well stated all the concerns that we have. I just want to reiterate while they're across the street, we're down the street and we still have the same impacts with the noise, especially Saturday morning, six, seven o'clock with the beeping and the dump trucks. Um, while we don't have the dust effects, we're still experiencing the sound effects. And I think the, uh, the extension of the barrier that was taken for restoration would be an improvement and helpful for us. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, Devin Sutherland, 129 Ludlow Road, Chickabee, Massachusetts. I've been doing this for about four hours, so I'm going to speed read it. Ready? Go. Good evening. Thank you for scheduling this public hearing of the Public Safety Committee. We believe it is appropriate and necessary, so thank you very much. I would like to take the time tonight to expand on what we think of when we say health. Health is defined as a state of complete emotional, mental, physical well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Good mental health depends on a person's ability to enjoy life, bounce back after a difficult experience, and to feel safe and secure. We all recognize the negative effects of stress on our overall fitness. Our senses are excellent at triggering scents. We can hear the very loud, very heavy machinery. We can smell the pollution-ridden, copious diesel fumes. We can feel the dust in our eyes, see the dust in our pools, on our windowsills, almost invisible, almost invisible intruder until it settles together. 
just like you. Our homes are our sanctuaries, our safe place, our nest egg, our castle. We are asking you to help our homes be safe and healthy to be. We are being subjected to the fumes, noise, and unhealthy dusk without our consent. This leads us down a rocky path of unhealthy anger, frustration, and a home environment full of stress. I'm here tonight to get this on record. As a committee, we are strong, thoughtful, and capable of standing up for our rights for environmental justice. We are your constituents. We are citizens of Chigabee. We work and volunteer in the schools. We work for the state. We are involved in the city of Chicopee. I'm pleading with our city government, please don't leave us helpless and hopeless in our plight. Please try this thought experiment with me. Indulge me. You and your family want to buy a home in Chicopee. There is one that is listed that intrigues you and your partner. You do a little homework and see that it's close to a sand and gravel pit. Huh, that doesn't sound great, but you and yours decide it's worth a look. Ah, the house is exactly what you're looking for. You believe it's worth a quick stroll down the road, closer to where you think the sand and gravel pit ah, makes you shudder, resides. Blessedly, there's a neighbor tending a wonderfully decorated garden. You approach her, and after a few pleasantries, you bring, the, in, you bring up the fact that they abut a sand and gravel pit. <coughs> you cough a little. Here is where we get to the meat of the thought experiment. This sample conversation can go one of at least two ways. Wow, you triggered a nerve with that question. She goes on and on about the dust in their homes, the noise that keeps them indoors rather than sitting outside in some, some wonderful fresh air, the fumes that reek of diesel fuel known to cause eye irritation, nose irritation, and headaches. She has your mind reeling, and you know for certain that you are not interested in buying a home that abuts a sand and gravel pit. Why would you? Thank heavens you've learned of this financially bankrupting, hopeless, and unhealthy environment that your maybe dream house is located in. That's too bad. It's a wonderful home, and you would have loved to own it. Let's go down a sunny path with our homeowner, our home hunter, house hunter. You go down the same street, meet up with the same gardening you're, woman. After me, some light three, chatting. Your three minutes are up, ma'am. Four hours. Four hours I've done you're, this. Your three minutes please, are up. Please indulge me. No, please indulge me. Same gardening woman with some light chatting. You ask for the same question. Tell me what it's like living so close to a standing gravel pit. And aren't they usually on the outskirts of town, not nestled in a heavenly little part of the city? She agrees that it is indeed unusual, but she's proud to say that the city of Chicopee stood strong, stood behind their citizens, and put into place modifications on the special permit for Marion Excavating, put into place robust dust, noise, and fume barriers that us abutters are ever proud and grateful for. I choose the path where our trust was put in the hands of the city government and they did not let us down. We are counting on you. Thank you. Mrs. Sutherland, we have rules and we respect you. To you want us to respect you and help you and you won't even follow our own rules here at the city council. Out of fairness, you have many other times to speak in the future. I'm sorry, and I appreciate that. I just want you Thing to Today, do at this I meeting. You're on it as well as others, but we have rules to follow to get these things done too. I'm sorry, right. but All you know right. we give everybody the same. It's an emotional, heartfelt. We get that. We get this at a lot of meetings. We get this at all our meetings, emotional people putting gas stations in and everything else. I get it and we feel for you. 
but we have to conduct our meetings fairly to everybody. Every resident has the same amount of time. We don't give more than one to the, to another. They have just as more important, just as much an important thing. Anybody can come up and speak and read the rest of yours for you if you like. Oh, I would have done that. I know. All that right. Of course, you can. You can. Anybody else for in public input on this item? I'm unaware of that. Thank you for that knowledge. Please stand up. With your have name. someone ready the next time. I'm just trying to do the rules. Thank you, President Lafam. Next three minutes, and that's it. That's all we allow. My name is Kimberly Roy, and I live at 171 Ludlow Road. I have lived on Ludlow Road in Chicopee my entire life. My parents and many neighbors have called it home even longer, and that's the point. This is our home. Marion Excavating owns roughly 89 acres, most of which is wetlands, and they want to expand their lot all the way to Ludlow Road. When asked about pollution prevention controls at the wetlands conservation hearing, they stated that they didn't know what they were right now while actively applying and pushing for permits to expand. While I can respect a person's right to make a living and run their own business, I cannot respect the destruction of our community. We can't open our windows for fresh air or fully enjoy taking our dogs on walks because of the fumes, and we can't be certain we'll get enough sleep thanks to the noise from the constant activity already too close for comfort. It's not like there's an empty space behind their lot. There is a neighborhood full of homes and families trying to enjoy a decent quality of life they have every right to. Like Mayor View said at the mayor's meeting for Ward 9, our homes are our sanctuaries. This is my home and will continue to be my sanctuary for as long as I live. Marion Excavating is taking all of the benefits and leaving us to deal with the consequences. Greed is not justification for contaminating and destroying the neighborhood they inserted themselves into. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anybody else for public input on this item? Anybody on Zoom for input on this? No. Motion to close public input. Uh, second in for closing. Roll call. Councilor Zigarowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Motion to place on file. Motion to second. Uh, motion to place on file. Roll call, please. Councilor Zigarowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Four in favor, none opposed, four to zero. Motion carries. It'll be placed on file. On the second item, be it order that the Public Safety Committee meeting be held to discuss Morrow Drive and the surrounding streets, residents' concerns. Uh, invited was the DPW, police, fire, building, and health departments. Before I, before I start uh, with um, that item two, if I may say something, would you mind? I have a vote on it, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, on item two. I put together 
I've been involved in public safety for numerous years of my career. And is anybody here from Morrow Drive? Just curious. I've been involved in public safety for most of my career. And I just want the people of Morrow Drive realize that I did have meetings on Morrow Drive and Councilman Dobez, I spoke to him. He's unable to attend today, but he's on Zoom. But I had a meeting on October 20th, 2022, Thursday, June 22nd, 2023, and Tuesday, August 15, 2023, and today. So I just want to make sure that, you know, you're aware that we did bring up that item. So I know they had a neighborhood meeting a while ago, and I had a public meeting on that same date, and uh, people were upset, but I had already booked my meeting that date, and that's why it was in, uh, in conflict with the mayor's neighborhood. And, you know, the mayor did tell me, he said, if I'd known you were having a public safety, I went to had my neighborhood meeting on that day. So this is uh, the reason. So I apologize for having on the same meeting. So I was hoping more people would be here for Morrow Drive, but evidently not. But Councilman Dobaz and I spoke about Morrow Drive. He's aware of the problems up there. And I will work, and like all of us on the council and uh, our um, at large council, will work with Councilman Dobaz and some of the problems we have on there. So I just wanted to say that so you're aware of it. Okay, now, um, anybody for public comment on Morrow Drive? Go ahead. My name is Jen Santer. I live at 79 Morrow Drive. Uh, Dave Rossi cannot attend today. Um, he really wanted to. His dad unfortunately passed away a couple weeks ago and he had a meeting he could not get out of. Um, I don't want to speak for him, so I won't read that. Um, my kiddo Kyle and I, we have done a little project from June 23rd through July 17th. We sat at my living room window and we watched the stop sign every single day from 2.30 to 3.30. After that, it was just too much for me. We wrote down plate numbers. We wrote down vans from Humes, from Taekwondo, or not Taekwondo, uh, Youth on the Run, Youth on the Move, whatever it's called. Every single day, I would email or call Gina Koss with that information. Gina was fabulous. I'm surprised she's not here. She must be busy. Um, she actually gave me two email addresses. Um, I don't know who they were, but um, I emailed those. They were actually responsive. Um, sooner or later, there was two people, I believe, from Sunshine Village that were down at the stop sign, watching the traffic. The police have been there quite often, which is fabulous. We actually had somebody, I believe from the state, maybe somebody that emailed me back, come back out. The stop sign has, that problem has gotten better. Um, so I thank everybody for doing that. What I think we need to look at is, what I'm noticing is either the employees or the families that are going to Sunshine Village. I know Gina tries really hard and I also believe it's some of the folks that live down in the back. I don't know if we can send out an email blast, if Kyle and I need to go door knocking, if I need to stand at the stop sign. I live right there. I don't care. I'll do it. Um, I'm wondering if we have an update on the lighted stop sign. Um, I'm wondering if Mrs. Massey over at Litwin can do an announcement at the beginning of school to remind teachers. They should know, but I know they were one of the big offenders, too. They had done many warnings and citations as well uh, last school year. Um, I don't know if we can get the kids are playing slow down signs. I don't know if that even is a thing anymore. I don't know if it works. Um, we have a neighborhood walker. She lives over on Burnett and she walks nonstop. I saw her almost get hit at the crosswalk the other day. She jumped back. She almost fell. They didn't stop. They didn't even slow down. Again, I know it's a problem throughout the city. I know we're not going to solve it all, but just we're a neighborhood 
walking zone for Litwin? How can we send our kids to Litwin if we're not going to provide a bus? We have a lot of children that walk down that street. We also have the autistic kids that are two doors down. One of them's a runner, as we all know. We have the vans that have the stop signs that they don't stop. Now I think the van's backing in the driveway to try to cure that problem, which shouldn't have to be. So we just need to look at something. If we're going to do the school zone, the walking zone, we're going to have our kids walk and bike. It's not safe. These cars go right through it. Again, I know it happens throughout the city and we're just one little neighborhood. I totally understand that. But me sending Kyle riding his bike or walking to school isn't going to happen because they fly through that stop sign. It's like a half of a racetrack to get there. You want to talk? He doesn't want to talk because there's a lot of people today. So thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Anybody else for public input on this item? Anybody on Zoom? Derek Dobez, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you, can you hear me, Counselor? Okay. okay. Well, I, I'm sure that uh, Mr. Dobez is aware of the problems. Is there yeah. for public input? Yeah, we're not going to close it yet uh, because I, I want to. Well, you can't, you can't do both. Can you, can you hear me, Counselor? Mo motion to close public input. Motion to close public input. Call the roll. Bob, can you hear me? Motion second. Hold on, Derek. Hold on, Derek. Counselor Zigorowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Yeah. Labrie? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to open it up to the uh, department heads because I think it's vital that the one person that showed up for Moro Drive hears from the department head. I will work closely with Derek Bovis, so will our president, so will every council on there if we have to, to help those people up in that area. So is anybody involved? Hey, oh, Derek, Derek, you want to speak, Derek, first? Yeah, can, can, you, can you hear me, uh, Counselor? Yeah, we can hear you, Derek. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize to the committee and my constituents for not being in person. I'm, I'm in charge of a charity event tonight and I could not move the event. So I'm very sorry about that. Um, I, I also Dave, I did speak with Dave Rossi before the meeting. His father passed away, so I, he was not able to attend this hearing. Uh, so I also uh, you know, apologize for that. Um, so I just want to speak about Morrow Drive. Um, I talked with Dave Rossi and we do appreciate the police department. They, they did do some um, increased enforcement uh, over the last few months. Um, if we could continue some increased enforcement, uh, that would be definitely appreciated. Uh, I, I personally, my, my position has always been the same. Uh, I believe that we need some infrastructure improvements on Morrow Drive. Uh, I'm advocating for either speed tables or a speed bump. Uh, I think that's required uh, because the street is just long enough where people go really fast, but it's very difficult to enforce because there's nowhere for the police to hide. Um, so that's my recommendation. Um, uh, I also recommend they should do a speed table on Angela Drive and Olco. Um, that's what I'm. That's what I would fight for. That's what I believe is the only way to completely solve the issue. Um, the other thing I would ask, and I don't know if this is possible, um, but we have just dozens of videos of people going around school buses on Morrow Drive that Dave Rossi has shared with me. So I don't know if it's possible to get a police officer, maybe like in a bus or something to catch some of these drivers that are going around school buses. Uh, and, uh, you know, if there's any way to, to catch the the drivers going through the stop sign uh, because those are immediate safety issues that might be easier to solve first before the speeders. Uh, so that's my piece. Um, I apologize. I'm not there in person. 
uh, but I've spoken with Dave Rossi at length and, uh, you know, I believe that some infrastructure improvements are going to be needed, which is ultimately up to the mayor's office. Um, but for, to catch drivers going around school buses and blowing to the stop sign, hopefully we can, you know, get some increased enforcement. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Anybody else from any of the department that would like to speak on Morrow Drive? I would. Liz, let me turn on my... Go ahead, Ms. Batista, go ahead. Good evening, Go everyone. So um, I just wanted to get, give an update on what we're moving forward with. I know at the meeting in June, we talked about the lighted stop signs. I got an update and, and those are about another two weeks out on delivery. So hopefully we could get those up soon. My uh, Based on what uh, the resident spoke about, it seems like um, the not abiding by the stop sign seems to be a, a really big issue. Um, I know that Councillor Dobaz mentioned about speeding, but uh, in the with speed tables, but as I um, provided in at the meeting, um, this the data that we have does not really is not show is not demonstrating a speeding issue. It's it sounds to me it's from what I've heard from everyone, it's mostly a um, not abiding by the stop sign, not abiding by people crossing, you know, uh, it's not stopping for buses, which we can't, we, that won't solve with uh, any speed tables. That won't solve that problem. I think that it, that is primarily an enforcement thing. Um, as uh, the resident mentioned that about uh, a go slow children's sign, I have been working with Councillor uh, Laflamme. We did place an order for a go slow children's sign that's lighted, um, kind of light. It's going to be similar to the crosswalks. Uh, hopefully, you know that will be an improvement. But at this point, uh, really, we 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 don't really see what else we could do to improve um, individuals, motorists from abiding by, uh, you know, driving laws. Um, so that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, the the go slow children's sign is also approximately two to three weeks out. So once those come in, we're going to install them right away. Hopefully they're in before school starts, but I'm not sure. Um, but in the next few weeks, there should be in. Thank you, uh, Councilman Roy. Question to you, Liz. Would a security camera be an option up there? And the uh, second part of the question is, can we take it from a security camera? Cannot. Uh, no, uh, we can't. We can't use uh, video as enforcement. Um, the The best that it can be done uh, is to have an officer physically out there during these times in which we're seeing a lot of uh, violations but again that's it's hard to just you know have somebody sitting out there to wait and see but i don't know how else to fix it it's you know outside of school it's in a remote neighborhood right no, it's it's primarily used by sunshine village and litwin school and then the residents of that neighborhood right now school is not in session and there's uh, as a resident resident mentioned there's clearly an issue even without school being in session and so um you know uh, I, I don't really have a, a, a great uh, resolution or solution for that aside from the lighted stop signs and hopefully making them a little bit more visible will, uh, you know, make maybe make uh, motorists more inclined to stop. 
Thank you, Liz. Uh, go ahead. School board members, Sam Swiftsky. So thank you to the residents for showing out tonight and thank you to the city council for having this meeting. The One of the, um, the ways I thought we could possibly approve upon this is contacting our state delegation to advocate on behalf of a bill to allow for AI ticketing software in school neighborhoods. I understand that this might be controversial to some, but I suggest maybe allowing it in school related areas because I know police can't be there 24 seven, but this is a way to deter speeding because people are going to know they're going to get a ticket if they're flying through areas with little kids and schools. And also in regards to the stop, the buses stopping, if we could reach out to these companies that maybe the buses don't have an arm that swings out for a stop sign, if maybe we could reach out to them to see if maybe it's an option to add that on or other ideas or ways they could possibly improve upon that. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Shumsky. City Councilman President Frank Laflamme. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just want to mention too, uh, um, Dave Rossi also texted me and he, and, uh, he was not able to meet, uh, make it due to a death in the family. Um, but I just want to first uh, thank the, uh, the Public Safety Committee for having this meeting that I requested uh, because of the fact that unfortunately you, uh, you had a meeting the same night um, as that public. So I want the public to know that you, that the reason why you weren't there was because you already had one. And thank you about chairman for doing one, um, as quick as you did for this, because I think it is an important, um, issue uh, for board, board six. Um, and I thank uh, Liz for working on some issues that, I, um, that I met up with her on and, uh, we're, we're, we're trying as the city council, as well as this public safety, uh, committee here, uh, to do what, what is best. And I think we're, we're going down the right track. Um, I'm not sure if speed tables are the uh, process to be done right now. Um, I, I think uh, putting all this in place and maybe asking the police department to do a little bit more. I know we had the, um, help me out that lunch thing, the, the, the car, the pace car that was just parked there, that helped out a little bit. So we're trying as a city and I think uh, um, um, Dave and I think the rest of the neighbors are seeing some changes and as uh, Liz just said, there's more to come. So we're moving ahead and let's just see where it goes. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. LaFlam. Anybody else want to speak on any items of this? Motion. Um, motion made and seconded to place on file. Councilor Zigarowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Motion to accept the um, minutes of June 22nd, 2023. Motion made and seconded to accept the minutes of June 22nd, 2023. Councilor Zigorowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Abstain. Those 22. Uh, Labrie? Yes. June 23rd. June 22nd. 23, yeah. Motion passes four to zero. Thank you. Okay, motion to adjourn. Roll call. Zigorowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Thank you. Thank you.